0: Welcome to the Life Over Coffee podcast, conversations for transformation. Hello everybody, I am Rick Thomas with Life Over Coffee. Thank you again for being here. I am going through my book, The Cyber Effect, get your free copy in our store. And I'm working through eight different effects of how social media and technology impacts our lives. And this is the third effect, and I am calling it the stranger effect. In the last chapter I talked about identity formation and how social media can form the identity of our teenagers as they remove themselves from their families and they they come under the tutelage of the cultural evangelist. Well, here in chapter 3, the stranger effect, the teenager is not the only person who is a struggling soul looking for community. Sometimes I will hear a person talk about how they met a stranger, and within minutes they had an in-depth personal conversation with them. And they will glow about how easy and natural it was to talk to this stranger. I'm talking about the stranger effect here in chapter 3. And then they say, And he was a perfect stranger. This interaction is what we call the stranger on the train phenomenon. It is similar to the freedom and disinhibition in dating versus the rigors and the risk of marriage. When a boy and girl meet each other and they hit it off, they cannot stop talking to each other because everything is fresh, every day is new. They are tired at their day jobs because they have been chatting with each other most of the night. No limits exist to how much they talk and share. On repeat. Engaging like this is easy if you have no history, if you have no grudges, unforgiveness, bitterness with someone. And that's exactly what happens as we grow in our relationship. We become frustrated with each other. There's too much water under the bridge and then we meet the stranger in on the train, the stranger effect. And that's what happens on social media. There are no strangers at the bar. Or it's like the conference speaker or the blogger who is so transparent about his life. Well, he's never going to see you again. There's no risk in that relationship. Marriage is different from strangers on the train because you have brought him home with you to live in a 24-7 unbreakable lifetime relationship where sin abounds. You know them through and through. You know their tendencies. You know their weaknesses. You know their triggers. You have a historical record of all the times that they have hurt you, disappointed you. It's two sinners in a box with no escape hatch. And you are keenly aware of when or if you can be vulnerable with them ever again. And you're less willing to take a communication risk with them because they aren't strangers. Of course, there are unresolved issues that date back years. Neither of you has been good about confessing your sins to each other and asking for forgiveness. My point here is that there are built-in risk with this kind of broken, albeit ongoing, relationship. But the stranger on the train. Ah, how refreshing. There are minimal risks, and, well, you will never see them again after your next stop the relationship reward is high and the relationship risk is low as we did while dating we share freely and without fear and now enter the internet this is the cyber effect uh, the cyber effect from my book and, and again please uh, go to our store and get a download uh, this is chapter number 3 the stranger on the train effect Cyberspace is the perfect place for strangers passing in the night. Because cyberspace, well, it's not a real place. But you can have, and I will say perceived, genuine relationships. You can benefit from what relationships offer without the downside of sin's fallenness, like the person that you are living with, two sinners in a box. Those who come from broken families or dysfunctional marriages can be naive and craving enough to take their turn in cyberspace. It's like training wheels on a bicycle for the relationally weak, but the risks are higher than anyone perceives. It's addictive, drawing you in while keeping you from doing the hard work of building authentic relationships in the only world we have and where we cannot escape. It keeps the unwitting, relationally immature person, while they're getting their fix minute by minute, but it keeps them relationally immature as they hold to their handheld devices. This is cyber effect number three, the stranger effect. Here's a few questions for you. Why would a child or a teen talk to the stranger on the train before talking to their parents? Number two, why do freshly minted dating partners talk so much and married couples talk so little? Number three, why is it so hard to be vulnerable in long-term relationships where there has been past sin? Number four, what is one benefit of keeping a clean slate with each other by confessing sins and transacting forgiveness? And then finally, number five, Would you ask God for the courage to build real-world relationships and then begin that process of sharing with a close friend what you're learning through this book, The Cyber Effect? Thanks for joining us. Learn more and get access to other resources at lifeovercoffee.com.